<laughs> Welcome back, Cartel, for Paranormal October. I'm trying to cram in as many um, paranormal or creepy stories that I can for this month. And uh, this one's no exception. I have the lovely, my lovely friend Rose on the show today. And uh, her mother interjects later on. And they share some creepy-ass stories about this house in Mississauga, Ontario, Canada. Uh, called Cherry Hill. The Cherry Hill House. And uh, the goings-on in that house. Uh, when they visited it multiple times. They probably probably shouldn't have, as you can tell when you listen to the story. But whew. And Rose also shares a bunch of other stories that happened to her uh, growing up. She's only 23 years old, but she's had a lot of shit happen to her. So... Gear up, folks, and uh, you know what to do. Smoke a fatty, drink a couple beers, do what you gotta do, relax, and enjoy the show. Welcome back, Cartel. Um, in the house tonight for Paranormal October. I have an online friend here who actually lives in my the same city as me. And we never actually spoke over the phone through voice. And I think, I think it's kind of funny. You know, it's just kind of weird how people connect or they disconnect. Um, but uh, I have Rose in the house tonight because she wants to share some uh, ghost stories. Apparently she has like quite a damn few of them. Uh, Rose, introduce yourself to the cartel, please. Yeah. As Davey has mentioned. And yes, I have a lot of ghost stories to talk about. If not, I'd probably be sitting here for hours. Then my first <laughs> experiences was when I was seven years old. <clears throat> seven years old. Yeah, I think I was about uh, yeah. seven or eight as well. And uh, a, a few episodes ago, I had another guy on who also, oh my God, there's a motorcycle outside. It's really loud. <laughs> Anyway, me. <laughs> I can't, I can't, I can't help that. I live in an apartment building and there's no escaping it. Um, anyway, yeah, he, he's from Alaska and he had like a, a shit ton of ghost stories as well. But we were talking about how like seven or eight, like, I think like five, age five up to 10 or 11 are like the, the perfect age for these things to start revealing themselves to you because we have no filters, uh, within a, within our minds to uh, separate these things, you know, like you, they grow, you grow up and people are, people will say to you like, Oh, that stuff doesn't exist. That's only in the movies. Right. Yeah. So, which I think is bullshit because I think they're all around us all the time. But now as adults, we have filters on our minds and we're less receptive to them. That's true. They always say that the younger, even babies can detect the spirits and uh i you know they say not to call ghosts we call it spirits the spiritual right i talk about my experiences with what i've gone through dreams even my own house is uh, i wouldn't say haunted but yeah there's there's, <laughs> uh, there's so many there's, have you uh, how long have you been living in your current house <laughs> guess your whole life Yep, my whole 22 yeah. years of life. And 
before this house was built, I lived is the first house that's ever been built on my street and in this area. And my grandfather did the leveling of the land here. <clears throat> so before that, it was, of course, uh, farmland. So I don't know what could have been here before. Next to me. And a lot of historical things. Oh, fantastic. So, you got to love living <laughs> next to a haunted cemetery. I mean, you never know a lot. Built on grave grounds and graveyards. Sure. Like, there's the whole old uh, story about, you know, you know, like you're 22, I'm 43, right? So I've always heard the stories about, you know, like uh, plots of uh, like, like housing developments uh, de um, built on top of like, at, let's say an Indian burial ground, for example, right? Yes. Or some kind of uh, burial ground it might not have to be like an Indian or, or indigenous burial ground, but I think the indigenous population has a lot of uh, vengeance yes. in them, right? Like the spirit of vengeance, right? Which could make them very malicious and uh, malevolent, right? Yeah, and I do have a story about that I've experienced as well. <laughs> so, okay, let's get into this then. So, Okay, sure. When did you first experience uh, an encounter? First experience, I was uh, seven years old, which was two years after my grandfather passed away inside this house. And I was just alone in my living room, you know, watching children's cartoons, enjoying myself. And my house is a differently structured. So if I, the rocking chair I'm sitting on, is next to me is like an open doorway and then you go down and there's another open doorway down the stairwell from there so i'm sitting there and i don't know what spontaneously wanted to turn my head but i swear i just had this feeling to look to my right and there i seen it the door was open to the outside backyard i said okay this door is never open and then there's two shadows, a man and a female, side by side, walking by each other, going right to the backyard. And I knew it wasn't just an imaginary friend or something I'm making up in my head. I live. They call it shadow man. And I jumped up from my chair and I screamed and I ran right to the kitchen, screaming for my mom. And of course, my grandma wouldn't believe me, but... <laughs> of, of course my mom took some convincing <clears throat> yeah she believed me actually your your actual mom believed you yes <laughs> okay but your grandmother did not no <laughs> you know how interesting i usually i would usually think it would be the other way around <laughs> the grandmother would believe your mom wouldn't right i mean if they're really old school they may not so that was that uh and then if you want to hear more ghost stories, of course, I don't remember exactly the age after. I actually have a spirit call on tape on one of my drumming videos on YouTube. And I still have that up to this day. I was probably 12 years old. 
And uh, my mom's just filming me to a song. I'm just jamming away on my drum kit in the basement. Of course, the basement's always the scariest place to be in. Why? Why is that? I wonder. I, it's always the basement. In the horror movies, it's always the fucking basement. Phantoms of the night. It's <laughs> crazy. Even when, when I was a kid, I was scared to go into the basement alone. You know? A lot of kids are. Even adults. Yeah. Yeah. You just get this weird vibe. As soon as you're at the top of the stairs, you turn that light switch on to go, even even though there's lights on, you're still wary of going down there, right? I don't understand why that is. It's like as if something's going to come out and kill you. (laughs) Yeah. Like, whoop. So, so when I was 12, I was looking back at my recording after I posted it to YouTube and I said, oh, that looks really weird at this nine minute mark. And I would keep replaying it maybe 20 times. And I put it on a pause and I noted, of course, it's always a shadow man. And he's wearing like a top hat and a black suit. It's just all black Son of from head bitch. to toe. They say a lot of shadow, but you know when you think you see something from the corner of your eye and you look and there's nothing there? Right. That's basically also a shadow man from the corner of your eye, what you may be seeing. So there's a lot of that. Was this recorded on uh, like a cell phone or? Yeah, a cell phone. Yeah. Holy shit, I'm still like, like I'm trying to wrap my head around you being 22 and 23. you being, oh, 23. Okay, so that happened in like 2012 or 2011? Around that time. I have it on YouTube, so I'd have to go it's back crazy. and check it out. <laughs> okay, yeah. One of I'd my like old see channels. That. I'd like to see that. Yeah, for sure. I could send it to you tonight sometime. Cool. Have to look for it first. <laughs> um, yeah, no, no, that's cool. I mean, yeah. And then another experience. Some of those stories, people are going to think, oh, this chick's schizophrenia. <laughs> no. <laughs> These no. are real, true experiences. And this is just the basic stuff, but later in this podcast, I'm probably going to get to the more heavier experiences I've had. Sweet. Yeah. Okay. So I guess we're starting with the child. All in the same place? Sorry? All in the same house or like other places as well? Like a farm. I have cemeteries. I have haunted houses. Okay. So you're just receptive overall, I think. And I know I spoke to you also about that I was in contact with the son sorry Lorraine's son from the country that's right yeah yes and he Lorraine Lorraine Ed and Lorraine Warren's son is it Ed and Lorraine's son or is it uh just uh Lorraine's son I don't know if she was married previously or had a previously I'm not too sure oh I did have him as a friend on my Facebook maybe for a few months, and I don't know what happened from there. 
and it was pretty cool. I'm willing to do a online video call session with me to see if I had any hauntings in my home. Uh, but unfortunately, right. he's far away and he couldn't be here. And I, I guess that gift passed down to their son as well. Yeah. I think it could. Uh, there could be. A lot of, uh, I think yeah. I think there could be a lot of hereditary things uh, when it comes to passing down uh, spiritual gifts, right? Very possible. <clears throat> yeah. Or unless he's just trying to ride onto his parents' coattails. That's even possible too. Right. <laughs> you have to have a skeptical mindset when it comes to these things, right? Exactly, because he did say he didn't do it for money. He just does this stuff for free to help. But okay, that that yeah. would yeah, that would make me even more uh, accepting of him if he's doing it for free. Well, I was feeling that way at first, so I kept ta uh, chatting with him. Tell me is oh actually haunted, uh, even if you've seen the spirit. <clears throat> and he said, I'm an empath, but I feel that's more qualities for the spiritual world. But like I said, it was only a short conversation I had with this man. It was pretty interesting, though. A great experience. Of course, it's cool. You're talking to the son of... Hell yeah. <laughs> So I just went with it. And then after he kind of expected money for some kind of video call, but I never ended up paying him. So I just skipped that. I said, all right. I'll... Yeah. So did anything happen with him at all or no? He just kind of. I don't know if he deleted his Facebook account at all. A page, possibly. I tried looking for it when I spoke to you that night, a few nights ago. Right, right. I couldn't find yeah, it. Yeah, because I asked you about it, right? Right. I couldn't find it, so... It's a hidden... He's more privatized with it now. I'm not too sure what he's been doing. A lot of people have been starting to add him in 2019 when I had him as a friend, so I don't know if he wanted that. I don't know the whole situation but i can't even find his account on there now damn that sucks do you remember yeah. you don't remember his name even uh i thought it started with the d i could be wrong i tried looking it up it was a spontaneous moment because i did just add him as a fluke from one of my friends facebooks and i thought okay hey, cool. <laughs> and then i guess that was that well, I'm going to be doing some digging on this guy. Yeah, you should. It'll be pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, I'd love to have him on. That's why I asked you. I'm like, oh, I'd love to have him on, you know? Yeah, I'm going to keep still looking. I'm going to look again. Cool, cool. Yeah, I'll make a team effort. I was 18 or 19 at the time. That's probably why I was so many years back ago for a short time. <clears throat> cool, so... Next encounter after you're 12 years old. Well, I guess I skipped a few. Uh, okay. I just thought that was a cooler one to say. <laughs> Most of my encounters, I don't remember too much. 
between seven to 10. That's why I started talking about my preteen encounters. Okay. I'd say 10 years old was another time, but this was like a dual encounter with me and my mom. So we were up at our family friend's farm and this isn't the first time we've experienced anything here. And I've been sleeping at this house for quite a few years uh, up in the Dundalk area of Ontario. Yeah. It's not an old house. It was a rebuilt years ago, but not as old as the one I'm living in now. Fuck a little bit off topic, but I don't know why I'm bringing this up, but my aunt uh, was killed up in Dundalk. Your aunt? Yeah, she uh, broke her neck on a tree branch while riding a snowmobile. Oh my goodness, I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah, That must have been very tragic. It was, and I was at the point where I was, you know, getting closer to her, too. Oh, man. Like, we were talking a lot more, and it was like, and then I found that out, and I was just like, what the fuck, you know? Oh, when you explain it, I just envision that's terrible. Oh, horrible, horrible shit. There's probably anyway. No Explain that. <laughs> yeah. But when, when he said Dundalk, it just like sparked that memory, right? I was like, holy oh, shit. Sorry about that. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. It's okay. Uh, it was quite a while back, but uh, yeah. So go on. You're in Dundalk. Okay. So I'm at this family friend's farm, and me and my mom just arrived at the house, and we're looking for our friend. So we're walking through the side of the farmhouse, and I saw a man run to the back barn between the trees with a dog and this dog was also a shadow as you could tell it's a lot of shadow men i see a lot of shadow figures <clears throat> and i said hey mom did you see that and she says yeah i saw that i said to her uh, what did you see exactly <laughs> oh i saw a white dove fly above my head um, a dove? I never saw a dove. I saw a man running to the backyard with a cane light and a dog beside him, and it just disappeared. And she's like, oh, no way. I said, yep, I told you there were spirits here, because ever since I started sleeping at this house, I felt that energy, uh, high vibrations. And I was always scared to sleep alone there as a kid. Yeah. And I would tell our family friend, hey, you got spirits in your house. And he wouldn't believe me. And I think he was just scared to talk about it, to be honest with that. Because later well, down the road, as I got older, eventually he said, you're right. <laughs> oh, right. I saw something. And I said, yeah, I told you a long time ago and you never believed me then. Well, maybe, uh, you know. People don't, people like to deny their own experiences. That's true. Yeah. I've, I've had that. Uh, like if you go back, listen to my first episode, you'll, you'll, you'll hear that. Like, like my third encounter was, it was always voice, like disembodied voices for me, never apparitions. Oh, wow. And third, the third experience that I had, somebody else heard it with me. 
And then years later, I, I contacted her and she was like, and I asked her about that. And she's like, yeah, that never happened. But <laughs> <laughs> so she like, there's people that want to believe it. And then there's people that don't want to believe it, you know? They just don't want to shit their pants. Yeah. They just don't want to realize that there's more to this reality than what we can see, right? Exactly. You're right there. Sorry, give me one second if you can. And, and, yeah, sure. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> people, people such as you and I are the people that are like, fuck yeah, you know? Like, bring it on. I want to believe this shit, you know? Exactly, yes. <laughs> Sorry, I'm a just... I explained that to you earlier. <laughs> yeah, you're a little under the weather, right? Yeah. Uh, usually, I'm a very good speaker. I wanted to make this podcast with you and jump on it. Yeah, you said you were like really excited. You're like, oh, I want to go so bad, right? It's cool. It's You're gonna. <laughs> it's exciting when you get on a podcast, you know, especially if you're not used to the whole podcasting world. Like, I was excited the first time I got on one. And after I did it, because uh, when I first guessed it on a podcast, it was me sharing my paranormal experiences. And then it just dawned on me after the fact. I was like, yeah, this is what I want to do. And I started doing it. I haven't fucking looked back, you know? you know? It's really funny because usually when I start talking about my experiences and we're getting into the paranormal world, then it's another realm. I start getting... In my room, and I start getting uh, overwhelming feeling of anxieties and... I guess it's normal to say a lot of people would feel anxiety when talking about the paranormal world. Oh, I get it. <laughs> but for me, it's like... It's high uh, vibration. Yeah, very high, <clears throat> it's high vibration. vibration. Oh, yeah, yeah. You start feeling like a little bit shaky. Yes. You know that feeling? It's like, holy shit, like, <laughs> I'm telling people about my stories and are they going to think I'm fucking nuts? Yeah. I don't care, though, because know these are true stories from my, from my own personal experiences and I know that I'm not lying and I want other people to believe it. <laughs> to me, you know? I don't feel like that. I just feel even before I would just try to make a normal video of me talking about my ghost experiences and <clears throat> I tested myself. I did it in the dark with a candle on <laughs> beside a mirror. How crazy. And when you start talking about these things, it's your third eye is getting so in tuned with it. It feels like you're calling these spirits back. Right. Onto you. And I feel like they're Cause listening. Because we're, we're, we're giving them attention, right? Exactly. That's what they yeah. want. <laughs> no. <laughs> and, uh, do you... Do you after all these experiences that you've had, not getting into everything yet, but do you find that after all the experiences that you've had, um, that you're not, a, you're no longer afraid of them? I, I guess I'd view it on a different perspective of being fearful of this. I would be more fearful of the demons than a normal spirit that is just there to give me their presence and their welcoming and 
warmth, their love like a family member. It isn't right. as scary as I used to feel, but it's anytime, I guess, when you're dealing with another dimensional world, you're going to feel something. And sure. It doesn't always go away. And you sometimes you try. They say the more fear you give it, a demon, for example, the more fear in yourself that you give, it's going to just make it grow stronger and bigger and it's going to attack right. you more. So, to allow myself to fear. And it's like a practice. Yeah. You have to be practicing that. Don't fear. Don't fear. Don't think like that. But then after well, this one experience I had, I let's just say it was well, let's it was hear demonic. About it. it was demonic. <laughs> and believe it or not, this was in 2019. Maybe some of you've heard this house. It is one of the most haunted houses in Mississauga. <clears throat> and it's called Wait. <laughs> Sorry, what's it called? No, go ahead. Is this the, that fucking house that's like, it's like farmland, but it's like at an intersection? Because my uh, friends and I always drive by this house and it's like dilapidated and like boarded up. No, not this one. Okay, okay. <clears throat> this actually has a name and it was, it is pretty popular. I found it over YouTube. It's called the Cherry Hill House. It was once the Cherry Hill Pub, but nobody owns it now, and it's just closed. You can't go in it. It's not a restaurant anymore. And forbid, if it wasn't still a restaurant back in 2019, I'd probably have gone inside it. But it was all closed down. Of course it's closed down. <laughs> well... <laughs> My story with this house gets very deep, and uh, it's really oh, awesome. it. All right, you ready? Cherry Cherry Hill, you said? The Cherry Hill House. You can look it up on Google. You'll find all the uh, okay. information about not, it. Like, there's something already weirdly foreboding about this, but the name only. Seriously? What are you feeling? Let's see. I don't know. It's just like it's – it, it kind of gives me like a like – like a – like an X kind of uh, bordello kind of house. <laughs> All right. Well, maybe you're feeding off my energy. <laughs> Could be. Every time I talk Continue. about this, oh God, here I am talking about this house when I'm sick too. Fuck. <laughs> it's how it started, believe me or not. So the first time I went to visit this Cherry Hill house in Mississauga, it's off of Dundas and Kothra. You'll find it there. It's a, at a corner. Oh, I know exactly. I think I know exactly the house. There is 13 spirits residing in that house. They Why did it have, have to be 13? Except the Like 13 ghosts. That <laughs> shitty movie, 13 ghosts. Sorry, sorry uh, shout out to uh, my friend Julia, who runs the Cosmic Peach podcast. But she was telling me to re-watch 13 ghosts because she thought it was so scary and all this shit and I, I rewatched it I got about halfway through it and I'm like I can't watch this it's so bad <laughs> but anyway <Come> <laughs> um, sorry excuse me there 
All right. You tell I'm getting nervous. <laughs> You'll understand why, personally, after I explain. Okay. <clears throat> so it was January 2019th when I decided with my mother to go to this haunted house. We've seen it on Google, YouTube. We watched everything about it. Oh, let's be daring and go visit this place, even if you can't go in it. <laughs> So as soon as you approach this house, for me, maybe some of the people listening have gone there, I don't know. But for me, when I first went there, I the energy was so strong. I couldn't even walk up to the veranda of the house. I couldn't walk to the steps or up to the first cherry tree. I couldn't do it. So I just walked along the sidewalk and... Um, I had my sweater on, I was warm, I wasn't feeling cold, and I thought, okay, I'm just going to walk around the house and just take pictures of it, and it was not, it was dark, so around eight. Of course you had to go there when it was <laughs> dark. <laughs> Good choice. <clears throat> uh, so I walk around the house. And I'm feeling great. And then uh, I was like, hey, mom, take a picture of me at the house. I'm trying to get a little bit daredevilish, you know, acting all tough. Sure. <laughs> and oh, wait, how, you're how old at this time? Sorry? You're how old at this time? Uh, oh, it's 2019. So, okay, so yeah. yeah. Um, so, come on. and she feels this stuff too and apparently one of the spirits of this house will follow the owner home but there's no owner for this house any longer uh, so we took she took the pictures she took the pictures and I'm feeling all good and confident yeah I got this I'm not scared <laughs> Ah, so we get back in the car after I thought nothing. I was hoping to see something. Uh, you know when they say, "Be careful what you wish for." Yeah, well, that's mm -hmm. my. That's my. And uh, we get back in the car and we start driving home. All of a sudden, my throat is sore. It's getting this achy, dry feeling. Sick. And the next, next day, day, I had. Fever. I was sick for a good week, and the end of the following week it was possibly a Sunday, Saturday night. So, mind you, I've had bleeding noses since a child, but I haven't had them. But after that week, my sinus was still stuffed, and then my I get a a heavy bleeding nose and then I and I am not sick no more all the sinus everything just flushed out everything was I was just wow yeah and, uh, I had this weird cough it sounded like a horse inside my there's nothing I ignored it and uh that was the first time and uh, the spirits, 
make like a demon that tried to possess me or something that made me feel this. But I did some research and apparently a reporter was doing a seance with a medium. That's okay. <laughs> and uh, hawk it back. <laughs> no mute button. Here. <laughs> I know. <laughs> And uh, the reporters, they were all closing their eyes around this table. There was no video of it. It's just an article report. Okay. On the news. I'm going to try to find the website and I'll send it over to you. Cool. Or it was a video, one or the other. And this reporter started getting chills and she was shaking. And, and I thought, if she got sick, then something must have made me sick because I was as healthy as a bird that day. Right. And uh, something, something just kept drawing me to keep going back to this house. It felt like I had an attachment there and I just wanted to keep going back and back and back. Again. Being in this house. So just there's always one light that it's is completely on. it's completely abandoned it's owned by the estate the government okay now these last two and a half years ago and I was we called the estate and wanted to book an appointment just to go in the house and just kind of like pretend we're gonna buy it <laughs> Right. So the next time we Oh yeah, we're interested in house where uh you know <laughs> is it like notoriously haunted or like was anybody killed there or I guess you've um, done your research I don't as for murder goes, possibly. I know that some lady was getting married there, I believe daughter. Or son, it's a there's a lot. Well, of it was stories. a pub. It was, but originally silver, the silver stones, and uh, it was a husband and wife. The husband built up the house. Okay. It's actually removed from uh, over the hill, so that where that cemetery is near that hill area, that's where the house actually built. But it was up to the spot it's located at right now. Okay. And the original owners built this house, everything shape. They must have done a little bit of renos, possibly, to keep it up to date. But it's a good looking house. And, uh,. I did take pictures there once. I can't find them now, but there was a native indigenous chief looking figure at the bottom of the veranda with their headdress on. And uh, I usually when I had the flash on my phone and attempt to take pictures or videos, possibly your phone would do that too. If you shut yourself in the dark and turn your recorder on with the flash, you'll see 
and this is another thing that I uh, talked to with uh, I talked about with um, my guest Reg from Alaska because uh, he made like uh, ghost documentaries and shit, right? Yeah. Um, but he he was talking about orbs, and I said many people dismiss orbs as like dust particles yeah. coming into the camera, and he said, "Oh yeah, he's like for sure. He's like I di- I, I I could disprove that." right away like I've, I've researched that and i could disprove that you know they have little faces in them yeah if you look closely if you zoom in or whatever you can see shit and they don't look like a normal face like us but it's like this kind of distorted yeah exactly that's right so but then you got to go with that phenomenon i forget what it's called but uh if you're looking for something you can in in any kind of kind of pattern you can find it you know so that's i I, that's the skeptical side of me coming in well no they look like a flat a mini flashlight it's not dust particles right and uh, about the tree hill, yeah, the last time I was there, actually, I went and I ended up I wasn't scared like I was the first couple of visits. It took me a couple of years to build up that strength to actually say, fuck it, I'm just going to walk up there and not be fearful. Right. And as soon as you walk on the porch, you have to put your uh, you have to put your big girl panties on and just give her. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so as soon as I walked up there, you just you will know. Even you, I bet you would feel it. That soaring energy. It didn't feel. It just felt dark. It's. My, I actually started shaking up there. Maybe it was the anxiety. <laughs> but no, something's watching you, right? Sure. I think everybody knows that, regardless <laughs> if they believe in ghosts or not. They can feel when there's eyes on them, right? Which always tw- trust your intuition. If you feel that, there's something obviously there. 100%. The human body is capable, our minds are capable of detecting that. And that's what you mentioned earlier. A lot of people, they don't want to believe it. They don't want to believe themselves. And that's where that mindset goes to. Yeah, it's like it's, they don't even want to trust their own intuition, you know? There's a psycho in your house. <laughs> yeah, right? Excuse me, okay. Okay. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> uh, there's yes. So I felt a, I felt like a piece of hair, like a big chunk, sucked back into my throat, and it's like, ugh, what the hell is that? Imagine when you were on the veranda. No, uh, I was walking around the house. I was on the side of the house. Okay. The old part. And uh, at first I thought maybe it's just me. 
imagine if a bunch of smoke, your mouth is open and it's like nails or a bunch of smoke, fingernails, going right, sucking right back into your throat and you're, you're choking on it. That's what it felt like. Like it was like a severe kind of uh, infection or something in the back of your throat. Uh, no, it just felt like something just sucked back into my throat and trying to choke me. Jesus. Imagine taking a girl's ponytail and you have your Y. <laughs> your mouth. Ends of those hairs and it's just tickling the back of your throat, just trying to shove it down in there and choke you. <laughs> oh my God. The way I explain it. Yes, I know. It's crazy. I think it's hilarious. You ever had throat in the back of your hair before? In your mouth before? Hair in the back of your throat. <laughs> I I no, I, I know that feeling is like it's not pleasant when you get like a hair caught in the back of your throat. Like yeah. you're like uh, uh you're, like you're desperately trying to fucking get it out because you're like, uh, I don't want to <laughs> swallow this. But at the same time, if I do swallow it and it actually goes down my fucking throat. I'll be relieved. So just imagine you know? a bunch of those there. Just a bunch of smoke as if somebody's, there is a fire and a bunch of smoke. And I do know a few uh, stories that happened in that house. There was a young girl, apparently she's on a wheelchair. Uh, apparently she, the house or the one of the rooms went on fire, but there's no evidence to prove that happened, it says online. But apparently she died in this fire. So that could have been what I felt. And there's an indigenous man in the basement. He is also a spirit. He smokes tobacco often. And you can uh, smell that tobacco. And I did smell that once myself. And my mother smelled that as well. Even when you're walking to the back, you smell a tobacco smoke, that vintage smell. Sure, like from a pipe, right? Yes. And then when you... There. There's this one man who is getting married. There's a knock on the door and they're celebrating. So he went to go answer the door and nobody knew where he went from there on. He just disappeared. I think his name is George. And the fourth spirit of this house that they talk about man who's upstairs in the bathroom and then a fifth spirit of this house is a military man who died of a strep throat or a very terrible illness see there you go so if that explains the feelings i've had i got sick i got hair shit back in my throat and uh, my mom felt that she didn't feel it the first time but a couple of months later, when we went back to visit, don't ask why we keep visiting. <laughs> yeah, kill me next, right? Curiosity killed the fucking cat, Rose. Like, come on. <laughs> so, the next time we go, even my mom feels that hair shit getting in her throat. And we both felt it at the same time. So, it didn't just happen to me once. It happened to me twice. And then her one time. It's just... Every time I go there, it's trying to either make me sick or something's following me home. And I've been having this lingering cough the first time I got sick from that house. 
back in 2019. Uh, <laughs> that coffee here has been with me since then. It never went away. And in my entire 19 years of life, I never had allergies or allergies. I, But ever since I got sick from that house, uh, never went away. That lingering cough is still with you. Yes, it is. Holy <laughs> shit. That's fucking wild. Yes, that is scary. Dude, you ever consider going to, like, are you religious at all? Like, is your family religious at all? Well, my family's spirit, uh, sorry, my family's religious. I used to be not heavily, I'm, I call myself spiritual. I'm a spiritual person. Same here. Just because I'm open-minded to the spiritual realm, right? Yes. It's not like I'm ready to go out and, like, preach to anybody about anything, you know? But No. You know, I, I do believe I do believe in Christ, but I be- also believe in Shiva and I believe in you know, anything that is spiritual, I'll kind of take it and just kind of metaphysically form my own thought processes, right? Exactly right. Because there's a reason why these books have been around for so fucking long, right? Well, exactly. And I don't think it's necessarily to control people. I think it's just to uh, let you know that there's more than meets the eye, like the Transformer says, right? Oh, there is. That's true. Most definitely. I met this guy at work recently, okay? And <laughs> I told him about my podcast and everything. And he's just like, holy shit, dude. He's like, I think I know exactly how you think, right? So he was like, dude, I'm. how can I support you? And I'm like, uh, I don't know. Listen to it. Uh, give me a five-star review. I don't know, right? But the more that I talk to him, the more that he's like, totally on board with my fucking wavelength, right? Yes. And it's just amazing. It's like the people that I meet and I tell them about what I'm doing and they're just like, dude, and they they can't stop talking, you know? And that's why I love doing what I do with this because it's like, Rose, you and I could probably do an eight-hour fucking podcast, right? Exactly. You keep talking and it's the energies and the connection. Mm Mm-hmm. It just keeps growing and growing. And my new my new um, tagline for the show is where crazy feels like home. <laughs> Isn't that and right? I think it's, I think it's true because it's like people want to be heard. People want their stories to be heard, their their own experiences, and they don't feel that they can just open up to the average person without being like condemned or shunned or ostracized, right? Well, especially a lot of cultures out there that get shunned. Exactly. Or killed. And it's like I'm I'm here to tell you that no, it's okay to tell your story, you know, if you want. <clears throat> well that's why you also have it anonymously and people can just feel free to talk, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
yeah, but that, if you hear me cough, that is, I just can't get rid of it no matter what I do. It's there. That's crazy. Is it like nagging? Does it like tickle? Well, I thought it might have been post-nasal drip, but I've been doing things and just nothing will get rid of it. It's like a tickle. But not really. Uh, Just a feeling where you want to cough. I don't know. It's in the throat. It's not my chest. It's not my lungs. I can breathe. But when I was, when I did get sick that second time in 2019, I had a very terrible cough. And even if I'd walk, I could. I'd have to cough to breathe. And then eventually it just became can breathe and walk, but the cough will come back. Mm. Specific, like, depends. But it's not... Do you, feel like, do you feel like you're trying to get something out? Oh, no. It's just like a nagging cough, like a... <laughs> Fuck, I don't know. I mean, I, I have a smoker's cough because I smoke cigarettes. I don't. But that's different because I know. Yeah, so you don't smoke weed or cigarettes? Nope. Never. See, that's crazy, man. Because, nope. uh, uh, yeah, I have that, that cigarette smoker's cough. It's like, <clears throat> and then I feel something come up. I'm like, okay, yeah, now I'm good. You know? Yeah, mine's Quite just you, it's like, nag, right? Yeah, there's no music. Fuck. And that happened because of, I believe my intuition tells me is because of that house. And that's why whenever, like I talked about it now, but other than that, if I wasn't doing this podcast, I will not ever talk about that experience or that house again. Besides right now, I, especially when I'm sick, I'm talking about it. Great. Um, well, I hope that you know, nobody other... else is gonna go there and get a fucking cough <laughs> after putting this up there for eternity. <laughs> I don't feel attached to it now as I used to feel very fucking attached to that house. I would go every year, ten times a year, just to sit there and watch it. It's it felt like they knew me and I knew them, and I felt welcome to be there, but at the same time. I was scared of it and I just wanted to go. Right. It was a weird relationship. You kind of you kind of got me wanting to go there cuz it's well, not you too far. Well, you ain't coming. Right? <laughs> Fuck. Well, I don't want to get that cough. Fuck. <laughs> well, I, you, you I, have, <laughs> I have a, a, a I told you about uh, Julia from the Cosmic Peach podcast. Yeah, she's got, she's got her own merchandise out now, right? Yes. And, uh, which which is what I'm about to be working on, but uh, one of her taglines for her merch, like on a T-shirt or a sweater, is "There's not enough sage for this shit." <laughs> no, sometimes you can't with sage. Yeah. Some things just need a higher level of exorcism. <laughs> I just call it exorcism. I mean, I shouldn't be laughing. This is, I'm being serious. That is what happened to me. And 
I just refuse the bleeding noses and <clears throat> the scratching in the back of my throat or smelling something weird there or things in my camera roll. Uh, and especially after this cough, yeah, it makes you think quadruple times. No. So if you want to go, don't ask me. <laughs> yeah. I, you're not I, you're not going back again, right? You're done with it? Well, I, there's times that I do say I'll think about it, but I say no, just avoid this thing cuz who knows, it could try to possess me. I don't know. I'm not I'm not furthering my relationship with these no. spirits. <laughs> Did Dude, you ever hear that sometimes? Is somebody, spirits is somebody, be... is somebody with you right now? <laughs> well, my mom's listening in on this and she's like, oh, "Let me say something." <laughs> Oh my god! Did you oh, say something? Is that I I heard a spirit? But I could say mom. <laughs> <laughs> Am I scaring you that much? Yeah, that freaked me out, dude. I heard like, a, ooh, <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck was that? Yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. If mom wants to get on the conversation, she can too. And. uh yeah, that's the Cherry Hill. That's my experience with that house. A lot of people have been visiting it over the years, going to the pub when it was open. It was first the Cherry Hill house, and then it got changed about two years ago. Uh, a new owners bought it out and called it. It's a Mediterranean restaurant. They called it Al Kook. And then that they shut down too. And that's after they shut down, that's when we decided, let's call up this lease number and... Uh, we actually got the amount of rent that uh, the quote on this place and but they wouldn't talk about anything else of this house and we were going to go for that tour and then we just ended up not doing it I don't think I could build the courage to even go in there like right inside right uh, but they said it was like 9,000 9, a month Holy shit. Yeah. What are mom's thoughts on this? You want to talk? What? I want to go, I want to go there. You're psycho. No, I want to call. I called them up. Oh, I thought you want to go now. No, no, no. <laughs> this place keeps on calling me once in a while. She's going to scare you to sleep. <laughs> oh, that's great. <laughs> No. Okay, you want to hear her experience? No, her I don't know the experience. I just wanted to call. Like, you when I called them, when I called them up, I called the real estate and I wanted to check this house out inside. Right. Tour, just to play stupid with the real estate guy and just make it look like I wanted to rent this place out. I right. Walk in. I really wanted to see if there were ghosts in there. Like, there is, but I want to see it for myself and feel it inside. But nobody wanted to participate. Like they were fury about it, so I said, "Okay, well, that's too bad." Sounds like a bunch of pussy. I wouldn't. I was gonna. <laughs> yeah, but I was gonna. Go, oh, thank you, sir, for the visit. You feel it? Like, I'm surprised. You feel it? How come you didn't go yourself? I wanted to go. <laughs> like I don't know. I want to go. But uh, if you check it out on Google, like uh, Rosemary said, yeah, just uh, check it out. Three, I think. And um, yeah, 
So check it out. And I'll tell you, did a Ouija board thing. These girl hunters on it. Oh, the girly ghost and hunters. And they, the girly ghost hunters. Yeah. And they're kind of like odd in name with it, but like these girls. Uh, think they need more experience with it. But they did the Ouija board. But they didn't say a proper goodbye to it downstairs. It was right okay. where, where the natives were, like where the by the fireplace. And yeah, it was right by the fireplace. You have to watch it. It's really good. And it's so true. The native... In the bathroom upstairs. Yeah, they were in the main floor. Yeah, but they were harmless. <clears throat> they, they were not. No, the natives were friendly people. Oh yes. And, yeah. and mom, you could you, mom, you could smell the tobacco as well. I did. I smelled it oh, by the stairs. I smelled it by the stairs, and like again, I felt it in my throat just when. I'm, as that was a bunch of light, just in front. Well, actually, just the side of it, just parking. And I felt, I felt the, you know, it was like a, what do you call it, like a hairball in your throat. When you're swallowing it, it just only lasted about 20 seconds, 10 seconds, something like that. Yeah, just like what Rose was saying about the hair in the back of the, her throat. Yeah, Holy it's like shit. a hairball, you know? Yeah, like just weird, like, wow, you feel like putting your finger and digging out. Yeah, it's just... It you just try to, like, like reach, reach the back of your throat? Yeah. You try to reach the back of your throat with your tongue, like, yes, and it out, you know? I was touching my throat, but I guess, you know, it's just weird how that happened. And she felt the same thing, so it was... So, so yeah. what do you think about that cough, that lingering cough in Rose's throat or Rose's lungs? That sucks. No, it's the, my my throat. The, throat, the throat, the bottom of my throat. You know where the... I don't know if it was. Well, again, like when it was on. Uh, once you watching about that news reporter, and when that happened, she was sick for a good week. And they were, I don't know if it's really from there. It was. They were doing the seance. And... They're all holding hands in a circle with a medium, an actual psychic medium beside the reporter. And then after, while they're closing their eyes, the medium, sorry, uh, the reporter started shaking. And then she went home. She had a bad fucking flu. She had to go to the hospital. Okay. Oh, that's what it is. It's crazy, dude. That's so wild. Yeah. yeah. And you yeah, want me to go a... inside there for Elise? I don't no. think so. <laughs> no. Hey, let's open. Another pub or a bordello. It's so interesting. My mom wants to kill me. My my <laughs> friend didn't want to go either. <laughs> I think it's he, he he made excuses not to come because he was interested in this stuff. He likes visiting cemeteries and stuff like that. Did you know about the cemetery too? Mom, mom, get closer <laughs> to the mic. <laughs> I think it's because my head's so boxed from being sick like this. I think, I think, I think, mom, I think mom's uh, gonna take over the show. <laughs> uh, believe me, she'd probably take over your podcast. <laughs> you want to go? Uh, you want to say anything? I just feel do, you want, do you want her to 
talk about her experience when we both encountered at the farmhouse. Mary sure, yeah. Get her closer to the mic, I just saw that angel, like the, that dove thing that flew over my head. It was about like maybe... About, yeah, yeah, it wasn't really. I was just standing there, like, really? Wow. You know? But but you didn't. Uh, what's mom's name? Oh, Giovanna. Giovanna. Oh, okay, cool. Yes. Giovanna. So, you, uh, Rose was telling me how that um, you didn't believe her, or no, you did believe her when those that that couple was outside but the grandmother your your mom didn't believe her no my mom didn't believe it though no. oh when i was seven me. years old you mean i, I find that yeah, interesting I because yeah, i find me. that interesting because usually it's the older people that believe and the younger people uh no the the older people do believe but the younger people do be, don't believe He's talking about when I was seven years old. Remember that uh, experience I had in the living room on the rocking chair? And I ran to you. There? Yes. Remember I ran to you in the kitchen, you're cooking dinner? And I said, why? Well, you when you're cooking the dinner, you weren't really paying attention to me. No, and I not. had to talk to you again. <laughs> I was probably like, not. Mom, I swear I saw it. And I thought you did believe me. Is this which house was this? Here. In the kitchen, oh, uh, the side door. You weren't around when I saw it. You don't remember? Me, there's so many. No, I don't. I was scared. The rocking chair. Yeah. Was moving. Yeah. No, not the rocking chair was moving. I was there, and then I looked to the side door and I saw shadow people. Walk like our door I was open. I believe you, but I haven't seen it. But I can't. No, you I didn't see you it. Running to me? No, I didn't see it. No, I screamed to you and I said, "Wow, no. I saw something." I can't recall. I remember I'm, exactly I'm, how it looks. I'm curious now if Giovanna had uh, paranormal experiences growing up. Do you want to here? Oh no, I can't recall. No, I just I can't recall anything in my. You can't recall, or you're 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 trying to repress them. No, she's <laughs> repressing. Remember, no, what I, about the shadow men you saw in the hallway? Remember? Yes, when? that's when my dad passed. Yeah. On in 2007, <clears throat> and I'm coming out of the bathroom. Of course, you know I'm just uh, you make a quick look, and I see him from the living room, dining room, and then just going across a shadow, walking ahead. You know, black, all black shadow, like black suit, black hat. And you don't see no hands. You see nothing. It's just walking towards the kitchen side, like oh. just across me. And then that's it. Like, uh, oh. I don't want to be getting up 2, 3 in the morning to hit the wall. Remember that time? Remember that time but I was That's playing. when my dad passed. I think that was just like something telling me, you know, it's just telling me something. But, um, but you feel things like sometimes I see things from the side of my eye. I'm doing dishes. Right. Yeah, but when I'm doing dishes just lately, seeing things. Remember Who knows? Like what do you guys what do you guys think these things actually are? Do you think they're like good or bad or evil or ultimate good? What what do you guys think? Not evil, no, no. Just uh a norm. Normal. Like normal energy traces that are lingering yeah. around. 
not bother me in any <clears throat> way. You no. think that? No, but what I see lately when I'm doing dishes or I'm walking in the hallway from the side of my long word starts with a P from your side eye. Yeah, what? And then you're walking from the side eye, and I feel like, you know, I've seen something moving. It wasn't even the cat. <clears throat> and then it's like I feel like something walked in front of me. Like going the other way towards the living room. While I'm doing dishes, something on my right side on the That's counter. so interesting. But, uh, oh, but I... then, yeah, nothing. And I just ignore it. In the laundry room downstairs. You think things, but I try not to think things, and just that's like, always you, something. Room. Room. You see, you feel something <laughs> watching. You feel something's there, but I, I just ignore it, and um, it doesn't bother me though. But that's it. I believe that there are a mix of different entities. You know, we got uh, angels, demons. Guardians, which are our angels as well. And we have a mix of poltergeist, which play games with you. I haven't had too much of, well, I did one time. I, I could probably sit so. here all night. The poltergeist. I, don't, I don't know about the poltergeist. But... Did you have like a uh, kinetic, uh, like anything moving around in the house uh, by itself without like seeing anything? Tell moving the it, mirror. the mirror. Yeah, you want me to tell? Yeah, about the mirror. There's a mirror. Uh, I'm sorry, but I'm gonna cross this about the mirror. Never, like my daughter and I were not home. I can't recall when this was, but it was over three years ago. Not even, uh, just a mid years after renovation. No, it's like, no, that wasn't even during the, renovation. The bathroom. No, no. That was no, we were not ago. home. We were not home. We was... were... My daughter Rose and I were not home. We were out somewhere. I can't recall where we were, but when we came back, my mother was downstairs and she said she heard a big boom. And um, so we go upstairs. She goes that the mirror fell off the wall, but this mirror didn't fall and crack. It didn't break at all. It didn't flip over. And it's heavy. It just oh, came out. never and fell on the floor. No. So imagine a one mirror time, on the wall, one time. One and time. it falls off the wall, but it's not. It never fell face front. It just stayed in one position. Nothing cracked, and it's all in place. Oh, so it just like dropped, like it yeah, didn't fall over or anything. Yeah, it okay. never got unbalanced or anything. It just came off the wall. But the thing is, we never touched this mirror for 10 years at least, five years. And all of a sudden, it just comes off the wall. And you would think physically it would drop, right? Like like yeah. hit the ground and then fall over. You would it would hit the yeah. countertop because the sinks, it's a small sink and it's right so in front of the mirror. Over. Like, right. You, know, you, the you think it would be so heavy, Something. it would just fall right over. Unless the impact of its weight just let it stay there it's just weird because all that time and you clean the mirrors you're holding the mirror like the, the wall of frame the mirror. Yes. nothing happened nothing then peter put it back nana was scared she's and she's thinking things so she's old she's um nah, three years ago my grandmother so she was downstairs, but she got scared like she, when she heard that big boom. When we looked, and then we could think, okay, why would this? You know, there's a portal. 
and we're thinking that something could have entered. Because we put, it took off the put it back. He put the mirror back. And then since then, I still think the mirror doesn't fall off. Just at one time. How many years has it been now? Uh, Five years? Yes. Maybe 2019, <laughs> was it? 18, somewhere like there. <clears throat> 19, maybe. maybe about yeah. So like that's that. that. And I remember as I well. I date on it. Just, wow. It just, I was. Weird how it just fell off. I don't know. And another experience I had, I was probably nine years old or 10. I was 10, sorry. And I was in the house alone and my mom and grandma were outside in the garden. And I'm on playing my PC games. And all of a sudden I hear a, I hear footsteps in the house. It's like a man with dress shoes on. And you know, when they, you hear them going up the stairs. You remember? You you remember? I thought, okay, that's weird. I might have. Right. So I called for people to see if anyone else was in the house and no, nobody was there. And I know the exact location it was coming from. I heard somebody walking in the house. Are you able to hear me well? Yeah, I'm just, I'm just like trying to picture it. No, I'm just kind of picturing everything in my mind, like about what you're experiencing oh sorry sometimes this microphone may not be as no 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 you're good you're good i'm just sitting here like like in in your story and i'm like what's next (laughs) (laughs) and i got some more chilling stories i have so many (laughs) Do you have any questions so far? Spit them out. Uh, Yeah, we heard footsteps. We saw apparitions, a lot of shadow men. Trying to think and recall if there's anything else in this house. So in the house we're living in right now, she saw a lot of shadow men cross the hallway. The base of my drum kit. Yes. Yeah, you I, still have that? I have a video, yeah. It's on YouTube, though. Yeah, I took a video of it. <laughs> that one there. These are when I happened when I was a kid in this house. The couple at the side door. Um, oh, I was playing around on my cell phone one night. I was a teenager at the time, 17 maybe. And I took a picture with my flash in the dark in my bedroom by the window Yes. And I was looking, I flipped through my pictures. I don't have it anymore, sadly, but I was flipping through them. And you could tell they look normal. I probably took five pictures. But this had a face above my head. It looked like a monstrous woman. I remember the face. You probably forget because I didn't really tell you too much. I showed you one time, but these were little things I'm starting to remember that. And I looked at the other pictures and I. But just this one picture. I brightened the quality, the contrast, and it was a freaking face above my head. There was nothing in my bedroom. 
because the wall behind me was just blank gray. Hanging. Anything else. There's no shelves. Just a plain bedroom. And there was a face above the back of my head staring at me. Weird. Do you remember? Do the picture I saw, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was, um, I don't, I think it was like brownish, reddish hair. And it was a skinny face and just, I don't know who it was. I couldn't recall. You tell them about the one <clears throat> you take a picture over here too, from the back here, with the boy. Oh, looked like a prairie boy. Yes. A Mennonite boy. <laughs> he was, uh, he looked like, I was Mennonite. Like yeah. a farmer, like. An Amish was, kid. He was just leaning there, like a little house in the prairie. He was just leaning there. Staring up at me through the window. Pants. Yeah. And yes, he was, you were taking the picture and you were staring at you through the window. You had that picture, but you can't find that yeah, one. Yeah, goddamn fucking It's got to be somewhere all my accounts. Yeah, it's got to be somewhere. You got to have it somewhere. That's the problem. Never. When you like, take the, pictures, like the Ingle, like the Ingle's, uh, the like Ingle adopted son. Well, yeah, yeah, like Albert. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, there you go. This is what it is. In my backyard, there's a shack, and we renovated it, and we have a bunch of antiques in there from. And I took a picture one time just to show my friend. Hey, check out. No. So I took a picture with a flat. Every time I take a picture with a flash on, that's when you're going to see something. If I don't have my flash on, I. And appreciate or anything around me. Right. Well, <clears throat> I'm looking through my pictures. I took a few pictures of. Backyard. My picture has a little boy. They're staring up at me from the window. So, so the thing is that pencil case, the Elvis, the Elvis Presley Mother's Day pencil case. No, it was a chocolate box. Something like that. It was a case. Maybe he gave it to his mother for a gift. He's like, "Why you have it? Why is it here? I can imagine." But that. Looking just staring and normal, like just staring. Yep. Well, I hope these stories are interesting it for isn't. you. No, dude, I'm I'm sitting here like captivated. <laughs> I just hope I'm not just dragging this on. It doesn't sound him? boring. Does he have, does he yeah, he said he does. Mm -hmm. Sorry, that's my nasal. <laughs> no, it's all good. Remember Peter Coyne? I investigated him <laughs> and I spoke to tell him about that one. Wait, 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 wait. <clears throat> yes, sorry. That name sounds familiar to me, but elaborate. Okay, you may know him because you're older than me. How old are you again? 43. You may know him because I was seven years old at the time, which was it C O T O Y N E? C-O-Y-N-E. The last name, yes. Yeah, I remember that name, but I don't recall the story, but anyway, go on. All right. So just before I start this experience, I was seven years old when this person died. But when I experienced this 
I was six. I was sixteen and a half. I was about to be seventeen years old. So when I was seven, he was uh, in grade twelve of high school to graduate. Okay. So maybe you didn't know. So he was like seventeen. Yeah, that's it. Okay, so me and my mom were driving, and and uh, sorry, one more thing before I do say this. This is actually a story you can find yourself this article over the internet, and uh, you'll see his photographs uh, if you really dig in to find them. And this is a true story. It happened after my car accident in a year later of my car accident i experienced this <clears throat> were you driving uh when oh no it was so who did you get in the car accident with oh it was with my mother okay mom you <laughs> yeah. terrible driver you <sighs> it was my fault <laughs> shit <laughs> yeah <clears throat> She's whining to get like a chocolate bar or something. And you're like, fuck off. <laughs> no, no not even. Um, we were just going for a scenic drive and I was still sort of learning to drive, but I knew how to drive at this time. And it spontaneously happened. It was an icy cold wintered road in the back roads of a four-way crossroad. Which is never a good thing. No, it is not. No matter who Especially. you are or whatever the fuck the case is. But anyway, I guess that'll be another story to talk about. So a year later after that, where me and my mom are driving along horse and Caledon. Have you ever heard of it? Uh what's it called again? Sorry? Horseshoe Hill Road up in Caledon. I, I know Caledon, but I don't know Horse Horseshoe Hill Road. Okay. Well, there's a road up in Caledon. It's a back road. Uh, Horseshoe Hill Road. I didn't know about this article or story until intuition seeped in and I had to find out. <clears throat> I'm just going to take a quick sip of my drink here. Go ahead. She has a throat, ladies and gentlemen, so bear with her. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry about that. Okay, I'm back. Anyways, so we're driving along this road, and I see something uh, down below the road, crossing the road. It had a white shirt on black pants. And as, as soon as we passed... Sounds like a Mormon. I don't know. What is that Mormon? <laughs> so we passed, and I said, hey, Mom, did you see that person walking there? She said, no, I didn't see anything. So I said, do you mind if we can please make a u-turn and take a look and see if it's someone actually was walking i don't know why it bothered me so much (laughs) because as soon as we passed it i looked into the back window and i said what was that 
and there was no houses around, just forest on both sides of the road. So they couldn't have gone anywhere too quickly. There was no private driveway and I was looking out for that. So she says, sure, we turned around and I'm looking. I said, okay, you look on that side and I'll look here and we'll see if we see someone walking. But no, there was nobody there. And I thought, okay, that's really weird. And I couldn't stop thinking about this. From the moment I got home into my bed, I was just, okay, I got to dig deeper. So I went on the computer and I typed out, um, hello to see if anyone died. And yes, a man named Peter Coyne, P-E-T-E-R-C-O-Y-N-E, Peter Coyne, died in a car crash himself in around March, it was 2007, I do remember that. And I don't exactly know the full thing. He hit somebody that was walking, but they're still alive to this day. Their name is unknown in this article, uh, except his, just Peter Coyne, varsity student, um, crashed into a tree. So from there on, I wanted to dig deeper into this story about what ha about him. And I went on Facebook. There's no photos of him. And my chest was feeling heavy about... A weird spiritual thing I was having. Uh, my chest was heavy. And I had to figure out what he looked like. I had to figure out his friends, his family, everything. <laughs> so that's what I did. I went on Facebook and I found his memorial... Facebook page from back in 2007. And I clicked on it and I saw all his high school pictures with his friends and I found his friends on Facebook and his family. But there was this one name in particular that was calling out to me and I said, um, I have to message this person something and i said but wait this man's gonna think i'm like nut. about like about like <laughs> like about what you saw or whatever uh no well this is how the message went uh okay i messaged just said hello so and so um i know this is probably and especially knowing hey i'm a young teen and you're an adult <clears throat> Like, how would I know your best friend died in a car accident back in 2007? <laughs> so, I told the guy, I just said what I'm feeling, that I felt Peter was telling me that's what I was feeling so heavily in my chest. And I said, I want you to know that your friend Peter still thinks about you and... He wants you to know that he's in a he's okay and he's in a better place. And he still he misses you and knows that you're his best friend. And how did how did how did you know that? Sorry? How did you know that? I just I don't hear anything. I just felt uh what I had to say. Okay, From, okay. It's like a message and it it's hard uh, to explain. Yeah.
Yeah, yeah. Um, no, I think I, I think I understand what you're saying. Yeah. So I hope I had to do something for Peter because he needed he needed this message to come across to his best friend. Mm. And uh, I told him like it was. I said, Peter's thinking about you. He misses you. He's watching. He is. I don't know you, but I came across this experience and this is how what I'm being told to say and the guy says, you fucking cunt. And he blocked me and deleted me. Like, I, I honestly, yeah, I, I felt that coming right away. As soon as yeah. you, yeah. So he was probably afraid. I'm, or... I'm, I'm sorry for that. Yeah. No, it's all right. Um, no, but you must have felt devastated when he said that, you know. Well, I was like, oh, well, it's. I actually felt <clears throat> that I got my message across, and that was my main point for the spirit in particular. But that's the main, that's the the honest, um, visceral reaction to that kind of a message, you know? Exactly. Yeah. Uh, I guess obviously people would be shocked to hear it. I didn't know how to come across it anyway. I did say hello to the person first, and He's like, oh, who's this? And then I proceeded to tell him what I know and what I'm feeling. Because I asked him, I'm like, oh, your best friend. Right? And he's like, yeah. And he's like, how the fuck? <laughs> yeah, he did ask that. And he said he died a long time ago. How did you know he was my best friend? So then I just proceeded right. to tell him the story. And I said, well, I saw him and he wants me to tell you that he's okay and he's still watching you guys from up above and he wants you to know that you're still good friends and just watching you from above yeah and then the guys just swore at me and blocked me and that was it but the feeling i got after i messaged this person my chest felt so light and a burden was lifted i helped this i probably helped him go to the light, possibly. Yeah, you never know, right? I would. That's what I would hope that would have happened, you know? Yeah, I guess these messages were coming to my head, and I said, shit, I have to say it, I have to say it. Because if I don't say it, it will just stick with me, and it's like word vomit. You have to let it remain a, anything that re would remain a burden on your life. I think you need to get it out there, no matter how crazy it sounds, right? So I think that's what you did. Yes, and I'm pretty sure his friend, obviously best friend, devastation at the time it probably happened, must have been very close, and just got freaked out that oh my god, I'm being sent a message from sure my old best friend who died, and this chick is. 15 years, six, six, like 16 years old. Yeah. I, mean, <laughs> I, would, I would hope now that like if you reconnected with this guy somehow, you know, that he would have taken that message and be at peace with it. Uh, hopefully. Maybe he... You know what I'm saying? Like, his initial reaction was probably one of like, you're fucking crazy, I don't want to hear this. But hopefully, you know, you planted that seed in him and yeah. he thought about it a little bit more and was yeah. like, 
That maybe that crazy chick was right, you know. I'm pretty sure that's right because if you think of the story, look, I'm driving down a back road, I see that, and then something's making me dig deeper into this, and I'm digging deeper and deeper and deeper up to the point where I have messages to send, and these messages isn't what I'm saying; it's what. Peter wants me to say. Right. I have. Yeah, absolutely. I just don't use it. I I really, yeah, I really think you are a medium, but maybe you don't want to get it out there too much because you maybe have that little bit of fear inside of you that uh, people would label you as something that is uh, against the grain, right? And myself speaking, I've always been against the grain. And I don't give a shit if people think I'm crazy. And that's why the tagline for the show is where crazy feels feels like home. Right? Yeah, because we're crazy people. <laughs> exactly. It's like we're crazy we're crazy people, people think for themselves and can't open their mind's eye, right? So it is what it is. I mean Dude, I, I, I get I get feedback all the time like dude you're fucking crazy but I love you, you know? <laughs> yes. It's like you're doing your thing, you know, and it's like, dude, find find something, Rose, where you can help other people or you know not necessarily like make a living off of it, but just Try to find people that need help and, and just give them selfless help. You know, I think that's what this life is all about. I think this life is all about finding your your little corner of the world that you can call your own mm-hmm. and then just simply give for free and then everything else will come your way. You see, that is what the past two years I started my own business with I found my passion for naturopathic medicine with a friend of mine yeah she's a good best friend of mine and uh, after dealing with things that I've been through I could explain that another time but I found my passion that healed me and made me feel amazing spiritually and outside of my body. And that is why I started my business on my Instagram. I think I should. I think so. But I've been watching you. I've actually been watching you struggle. Like you've been trying to find yourself. And I, I honestly miss your your uh, eating videos. I, I love those. <laughs> I watched you inhale those spicy noodles and I'm like, holy fuck. Yeah, you know something? I'm going to tell everybody now. I don't eat those no more. Ramen noodles, toxic. You cannot mm-hmm. digest. You can't digest them. They're no, horrible. You will never... Ramen noodles, your body, this was 
proven from a health master. I saw from a video somewhere. When you eat ramen noodles processed, your body is not going to digest. You'll never digest those noodles. They just attach into your gut and causes problems. Dude, I've been drinking. Uh, I've been drinking a lot more of uh, like kind of like um, alkaline water, and it's been doing such a fucking amazing job on my gut lately. That's good. You should try a litmus paper. Do you have that? Uh, yeah, I don't, but I could get it. I have some here. It's really good to have so you can test out your pH balance. Yeah. And so smart water, which is also bottled by Coca-Cola, mm-hmm. you know, it's still good, though. It's way better than like buying like 24 bottles of fucking Costco water or uh, the spring water that you get in bottles uh, because that shit will kill you, dude. I worked with um, he was kind of like Frank, Frank, my mom's ex-boyfriend. He's like a stepdad to me, but he worked with water companies and aqua filtration system sales and he worked with water and I learned a lot about yeah. and if you take an ice cube and that white stuff that's in the ice cube that's the bad calcium inside of the ice cube and you can know if you take a ice cube from the tap and maybe your ph balanced water seven filtrated systemed water your ro water reverse osmosis and you take them side by side you'll know when we're Oh yeah, for sure. So I was working with that. And you can do the, you can do the water test as well. So you get the water test and you the amount of chlorine that's in your tap water Terrible. versus yeah. And so if you take a shower with like non-alkaline based water, you're just absorbing chlorine in your skin and that's why you get itchy and shit and fluoride. Oh, and Florida color. worse, dude. Like the science of contents is right on the bottle. And tap water is the number yeah. one. And well water isn't good either. That hardens like this shit hardens your arteries. See, 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 Rose, you're younger than me by 20 years. So you should be glad that you're on that level right now because it took me a long time to figure this shit out. <laughs> Thank That's you. I have a long healthy life and uh you know just keep growing and learning and finding your passion and keep uh doing what you do you know yes, and i'm super you. thankful to have you on and Giovanna. Yeah. Uh, you guys are amazing and uh I'm gonna wrap this up right now but uh if, if rose if you want to like plug any links or anything uh for my audience to know about uh to, to contact you or off motorcycle. <laughs> if you want to plug any links or anything right now, just let me know. Let the audience know. And if not, uh, I could get it from you and then plug them in the show notes later on. Yeah, what for do you sure. Got first Sounds, great. Sounds great. I do have a lot more ghost stories. Time and 
uh, sorry for my speech today. I'm not feeling that great, so I'm half tired here. <laughs> my audience is very forgiving. Don't worry. Well, but it was thank nice you. to be on here for the first time, and thanks for welcoming my mom, Giovanna. Yeah, thank you so much for having me in. Yeah, for sure. Anytime. It was an awesome experience. I've never been on a podcast. So. That's cool. It's the first time for everything, right? Exactly. Your generosity. Thank you for your time. But <laughs> what would you like to plug? Uh, any kind of links or anything for the audience to know? Oh, or if okay. you just want to. Yeah. Well, I'll send them YouTube, over to you. Instagram, anything. My Instagram. Just say it. Yeah, say it. (laughs) Well, I have my business, so you can check that out. I haven't been running it for a while. I'm getting back into that. But it's all in one word, all lowercase on Instagram. Rosemary, like the herb, the herb. (laughs) Rosemary's Natural Essentials. You can just check that out. And if you want to hear more of my stories or talk to me, message me. Cool. No, it's the Instagram. So just Rosemary's Natural Essentials, and that's my business page. <clears throat> but if you want to just talk to me and hear more, and you also have Moon Sister sixty nine, right? Yep. <laughs> my rebel. Of- <laughs> and then he had to he had to throw in the sixty nine, right? Oh no, the sixty nine is my zodiac. Oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> I thought it was a sexual thing. <laughs> that's just this. That's just my own perverted mind speaking. Sorry. Cool. That's men. That's men. Yeah. Right. Javana, Javana, Rose, love you guys. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for your time. Maybe we could get you back, guys back on uh, another time. And uh, yeah. Yeah, Thank hopefully you. when I'm feeling better this time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure, for sure. Okay, thanks, guys. Have a good night. Right. Have a great night. Baby. Thank you. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye. Once again, listening to the Reptile Cartel. And you know, this is your beloved God speaking, Mr. Nigel. Is that new, Nigel? Did you, just, did you just come up with that or something? I don't know, but uh, I think people love me, so whatever, you know. It is what it is, Davey. But anyway, uh, we hope you enjoyed the show with uh, Rosemary and Giovanna. Damn, those are most beautiful names. But anyway, we hope you enjoyed the uh, Paranormal October series, you know, with Brad and, uh, you know, uh, Reg from Alaska. Got uh, coming up, folks. So, anyway, 